Hi, and welcome back to the Business Tech Connect podcast. My name is Anthony Gonzalez with Silvera IT, and this week's episode is titled Productive Communication Strategies. This episode is focused on helping business owners and entrepreneurs increase productivity and profitability using automation technology. Specifically, we are going to explain CRMs and how to automate them to increase sales. We are then going to look at how to automate email communication strategies with potential leads and at networking events, which can increase your business productivity. And finally, we're going to wrap up this segment with a high-level overview of IT as a code. Today, we are joined by a special guest, Xavier Gray. Xavier is a financial coach who specializes in retirement, financial, education, and business planning. Xavier works with high-performing tech professionals and business owners to bring them financial success. He has always had a passion for finance, sports, and technology, and he enjoys being a decisive and consistent voice to make everyone around himself better, and coaching runs through his veins. His objective with every prospective client that he sits with is to become their financial coach. As their financial coach, Xavier wants to build a relationship to better understand who or what is important to them and how he can effectively help them to achieve their financial goals. What's up, Xavier? What's up, man? Good to see you. Nice to have you on the show. Thank you. you. This is our uh, first podcast of 2020, so it's going to be pretty exciting. Got some really cool stuff to talk about today. So. So I guess uh, tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Like, how'd you end up on this show? <laughs> um, you know, I I met this guy at a networking event probably five months ago, four or five months ago. And um, we met really towards the end of the event. I was actually about to leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I was, I was exiting the room. And uh, before I did... You know, I heard him talking and kind of just seemed like a guy I wanted to talk to. So, you and I began a conversation, very brief conversation, and then we set the expectation that we were going to, you know, link up. But at the time, I think you were still in the Pensacola area. Yeah. You were just, like, transitioning down here. And so, I don't think we did meet up until maybe two months after that. Yeah, it was probably probably March or April. Yeah, it it was a good... You know, thirty to sixty days after that, that initial meeting, yeah. and so and then we've been in touch ever since. Yeah, I've been really grateful to know you. Uh, Xavier has helped out a lot in getting us involved in the area, and introducing us to new people, and just being a good, honestly, just good person to be around. So that's been really cool. It's awesome. So uh, I guess tell us a little bit about what you do for a living. So uh, I'm a financial planner by trade, um, but. Uh, with that being said, you know, sports is definitely part of my background, so I would say coaching is just kind of in my DNA. Um, so really what I do is I work with my clients. Um, there's, there's really two segments. The first segment are individuals that are just starting, so people that are you know, likely younger professionals, and we teach them basics, budgeting, um, you know, cash flow strategies, how to save money efficiently. Yeah. You know, it, essentially how do we how do we plan for the worst case scenario, but build out a solid enough plan to where we expect the best case scenario. Gotcha. And then on the other side of my clientele, they're you know more established individuals, most of which are business owners. Mm-hmm. And for them we're we're talking more, you know, retirement planning. When are we gonna stop? What is that gonna look like? When are we gonna sell the business? What does that look like? Um, more more in-depth advanced ideas. Very cool, man. 
Well, I guess, um, so sports, what's your sports team? It's <clears throat> a good question. Um, I don't know that I have a favorite sports team. I, I like organizations. And, you know, like any company, you could have great leadership or you could have not great leadership. So there's a lot of sports organizations or franchises that are really well ran. You think of like the Seattle Seahawks or like the New England Patriots. Um, you think of the Milwaukee Bucks. You think of the Houston Rockets. Baseball, you think of the Houston Astros. Yankees. Well, well whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that's an example of an organization that has limited, limitless resources and doesn't take advantage of them. But anyways, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that's the Luxury Dallas tax. Cowboys and Luxury the Washington of the world. So I, I think for me, what I think of is just like with any business, I, I like seeing the, biz, the companies or the, the sports teams who have awesome leadership, who build awesome cultures, and they always find themselves back in the top eventually. Top line, man. Yankees, 28. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess um, going a little bit more in depth into like your business and like kind of what you do, um, what would you say like some of the clients that you're currently working with, like what are some of the things that you see that are going really well that you're really helping them out with currently? And then like what are some of the problems that some of your clients, potential clients might be facing that you're trying to tackle right now that can affect them? So, you know, I, I mentioned there's kind of two people groups that I work in. I think some of the problems are very different. Some of the problems are very similar. The best analogy that I can give is, you know, we're in such this, this fitness age. Everybody wants mm -hmm. to eat better. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants to work out and whatever. And so there's all these different ways that you can eat better. But at the same token, there's still plenty of really good ice cream places, really good cookie places, yeah. you know. You can drink a lot of really good liquor and beer. And so how do you balance, you know, what you really want with, with this kind of goal that you imagine? And so losing weight, fitness, working out, staying healthy is challenging. Finances are really just the same. Yeah. We like enjoying ourselves. We like spending money. We like buying stuff. We like experiencing different things. So how can we balance that want for now where we can enjoy ourselves with the idea that we need to plan for the worst case scenario, which means that we maybe have to sacrifice a little now. So that's one major challenge that no matter if I'm talking to somebody that's 45 or 50 that's established, or whether I'm talking to somebody that's you know 25 or 35 that's really just building. It's, it's one and the same. Um, and then another challenge is often just, you know, with our industry, like many, there's uh, assumptions and there's misinterpretations. So, you know, oftentimes many people think, oh, I don't want to deal with a financial advisor because they cost a lot. Or I have to have a lot of money in order to work with a financial advisor. Or, you know, they're, they don't really have my best interest in mind, so they're just going to try to sell me something, you know, whatever. And so oftentimes we have to kind of get over that hump too. And, you know, again, coaching is DNA. So I love educating my clients. I love leading with, here's information. I want you to, I don't want to teach you how to catch a fish. I don't want to just give you a fish. I want to teach you how to catch a fish. I want to really teach you how to be responsible financially so you can do a lot of things yourself. Definitely. And I think that's one of the most important things. A lot of, a lot of times now we're doing a lot of things by ourselves. The internet has made so much information available to us. Yeah. Technology has changed so much that everyone thinks we can be an expert at something within a few clicks of watching a video or checking out an article. And sometimes it's good to just refer back to the people that are experts in their field. Um, a lot of times people, like, we want to know everything. We want to be on top of everything. 
but sometimes we can't. So it's nice to have someone like yourself to be there as a financial coach, to for Sylvia to be there as an IT provider for, yeah. um, you know, even a gym coach to be there to make sure you're following through. And accountability is a big thing. And sometimes when we try to learn things ourselves, we don't hold ourselves accountable. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Um, so I guess talked a little bit. Uh, this is technically a technology podcast, so yeah. uh, we'll dive a little bit into that on a high level. So all the business owners and entrepreneurs that are listening can sort of get something from that as well. So like in your industry, uh, what would you say like some of the technology that you're using currently with your clients? Like what kind of technologies are you using or are your clients using that could benefit <clears throat> them? Um, the financial world's changed a lot. Banking world's changed a lot. Um, I'm sure on your like your own internal stuff has changed a lot. So, what are some of the ways that you think are um, taking your clients to like the next level with technology, or that can help them now? So, I'll speak to the people who do what I do that are listening, mm-hmm. whoever those people are. Um, I'm in kind of this interesting mold in the sense that <clears throat> you know I'm a business owner. I I operate my own business. I can hire my own staff. I don't have a salary. Um, I have to build everything that I that I acquire, but at the same token, I'm I'm licensed, I'm contracted, I'm appointed to a major broker dealer, a company that's you know one of the largest in the industry on yeah. both the insurance and the investment side. So with that being said, there are limitations not only that the industry sets, but industry, uh, limitations that the company sets because they have their own vision. Now, wrapping all that in, you know, the company and the industry as a whole, like you just said, we understand that we're in a digital age. We understand that people are going online and they're getting data. We understand that people want to have that self-autonomy and that control of their life in every aspect. And so because we understand that, to answer your question, um, Northwestern Mutual has done a really great job of building an online portal. it's a client interaction site where when I engage in a conversation with a client, ultimately what we're trying to do is help them build a plan, but not just this, you know, in theory plan that's, you know, out there in space somewhere, but actually a written plan. So with that being said, we have this really awesome tool where I can send a client a link, Mm -hmm. that client can register and have their own client site. Mm -hmm. They can connect their accounts, they can connect their budget, they can connect a bunch of different things to that so they can see it all in one place. Mm -hmm. And then the plan that I build and any of the information I send them, I can secure share those documents with them Mm -hmm. and they can secure share documents with me. A lot of my clients work in the tech field so oftentimes uh, those clients don't want to just email me something. Yeah, they they want to secure share, so I think that also plays a, a valuable role in, in the communication with those clients. So that's one thing is that client website. I think it's valuable. I think it really makes a difference in interacting and adding more value to the client experience. So that you know, again, you're more in control. You can yeah. react with it. You can you know help it change. Um, Another really good tool that I use more on the personal side is like a CRM mm-hmm. tool. And so um, I think most salespeople have some version of like a CRM tool, but that really enables me to, again, boost the client experience. I've yeah. got to remember, I meet you know, a bunch of people every single day. I've got you know, 1,500, 1,600 contacts in my system. How am I going to remember every little thing about all of them? How am I going to remember when I'm supposed to call them? How am I going to remember when I need to send that follow-up email? I'm not. 
So I have a, a CRM system that helps remind me to make phone calls, helps remind me to send emails, helps remind me to do a lot of different things, helps me track, you know, if we're beginning and we're opening up an opportunity for that client, we're doing something, I can track it from start to finish that we've completed that task. So that's also extremely valued. Again, I, I think it, it all circles back to giving the client a better experience. Definitely. And honestly, like, it's, it's amazing because a lot of businesses now, you know, people will send documents with their social security number through email, and then it's just an open email. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's amazing. Or they'll text, you know, important documents or tax records or all this stuff. And unfortunately, um, you know, today, everything you need to think, hey, this could get leaked, this could get hacked, this could get taken out there. And so having those sort of tools and stuff in place, I think, make the client, they should have more trust in you guys because you're doing things the right way. And they should also know that you're not, you're taking the precautions at the very beginning just by saying, hey, you're a client of ours, we're going to protect your information and data. And I think that goes a long way. Yeah. And a lot of businesses aren't doing that right now. So um, I guess you were talking about your CRM a little bit. And so one of the things that I mentioned at like the beginning, the opening uh, part of this podcast is that a lot of businesses don't use CRMs too. <laughs> um, they either don't know what it is, they're not aware of it, or they don't know how to utilize it. Um, and I think the way that the future is going, and I'm hoping that um, you know your business will see it sort of uh, take off here soon, is automation within your CRM. Um, part of the thing that makes it difficult is we're all human. Always, you know, we always try to juggle so many things. We own our own business where. We're doing, well, like, oh, yeah, we're going to email, call this person, schedule this meeting, go to that thing. And then somebody will call you out of the blue and be like, hey, by the way, I want to schedule this meeting. And then you're in the middle like, of, oh, crap. Yep, you're in the middle of something else. <laughs> and so I think uh, the way that the, the future is looking and the things that I think we're trying to bring to our clients and I think the things that you're probably going to end up bringing to your clients is automation in that CRM process. So if somebody does call you, like a client that you have in your contact list on your phone, for example, that call would automatically go into your CRM, automatically send you an email telling you, hey, by the way, in an hour or two, if you didn't respond to that person, you need to go do that. So that way it's always constantly mark, like checking everything that you're doing. Then once you do that, let's say they, let's say they called for a, for a lunch meeting, for example. So you're, you're sitting down having lunch with somebody and somebody calls you like, oh, hey, I wanna schedule this meeting. You're like, yep, all right, uh, I'll get it taken care of, we'll put it in the system, you'll get an email shortly. Imagine if after that phone call, your for that call goes into your CRM, that call then transfers it to a reminder for you. Once you make the appointment, the appointment will automatically send an email to that client saying, hey, pick a time. That client will pick a time. It'll go into your system again, and then at the end of the day, your schedule is going to be booked, so all of your stuff will be taken care of. His schedule is going to be like, oh, here's my meeting date. I know we're going to show up on this date. And all you had to do was schedule, like, send, press one button, and all of that would have been taken care of for you. That's the future that we're going to because it takes out a lot of the human interaction and mistakes that we can even make or that we might forget. And I think that that's kind of the way that things are going. And I don't think it has to be something where it's informal or it takes away the human communication. You're probably seeing my eyes glaze over listening to this. <laughs> Just a little bit. But I think the, the key is, is that there are a lot of tasks that we do every day. And I think the more tasks that we can automate that are either repetitive or that we can potentially forget, the more ahead of the game I think we can be. And it seems like by you guys just having that sort of tool in, like, in your business now and other businesses sort of looking into that tool, 
I think not only you know my company but other IT companies and other software companies out there are going to look for ways to say how do we make your job easier how do we make your communication easier and how do we take away some of those potential pitfalls of having to do all of these different things every single day so it, it's funny that we're going here last night actually I was at an event that was hosted by uh, Adobe, Marketo, Perkuto, like there's a bunch of marketing agencies and it really doesn't have anything to do with my world but I wanted to go anyways um, because I wanted to go learn something and see what was going on and uh, part of the conversation that I got into with one of the head guys based in Seattle, really great guy, I need to connect with him actually, uh, but uh, uh, was, was this balance between the marketing teams for companies and the sales teams. Now let's zoom out because not every company has a marketing and a sales team, but every company has aspects of marketing, aspects of sales. At the end of the day, the goal of being in business is to make money, right? Yeah. So I'm not a marketing guy. I'm not a tech guy. I'm a sales guy, Yeah. like at the end of the day. And so you have this old school philosophy of sales, the Mad Men days, you know, this human touch, we're having lunches, it's, it's presentations on a whiteboard or presentations on a chalkboard or presentations through a PowerPoint is the modern version. And so you've got these companies and these, these old philosophies that are still being taught. I can tell you, they're still being taught today on how to do sales. Then you've got these modern marketing people who have all these crazy ideas, click funnels, social media, SEO marketing, all these different versions of marketing that are supposed to be funneling leads or opportunities to these old school taught sales guys and saleswomen. And then you've got like, you know, at the executive level, the CEO, they're kind of in line with the old school sales guy in general. They just want to make money, right? They're about the bottom line. We're trying to grow the business. But then you've got like the CMOs and the CTOs and they're thinking, how can we make things more efficient? How can we capture, you know, the most money out of, you know, each opportunity and, you know, and so the point that I'm making is there's this conflict, and I think um, you know the only way to break that conflict is just by jumping in and doing it. But I'm I'm 26. I mean, it's not like I'm I'm super old, but I've been taught the old school sales way. So as you're saying everything that you're saying, my thought is saying no. I'm gonna call Anthony myself and say, Hey, Anthony, what's up? You know, let's schedule a meeting. Yeah. Where do you want to meet? And then I'm gonna send the calendar by myself because I want to control that. Yeah. My natural tendency isn't, you know, send you some sort of message and then you you control everything, you select when we're gonna meet and you select the location and then it just pops yeah. up on my calendar, I have to show up. That doesn't sound exciting to me. But at the same token, you know, if 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 we could find a way to do both, if I could control certain aspects and I could do my thing, but then also if some of these more advanced sales ideas were going on behind the stream, like I know one of the things that, that we'll talk about is, is um, you know, the, 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 the automatic emails and things like that that could be going out through like the LinkedIn, through emails and whatever. I see the value if that was a backend, if that was an ancillary thing where mm -hmm. there were meetings being set each week that were done that way but that wasn't necessarily the primary way until it proved that it could be the primary way. Yeah. And I think a lot, of, and I can see that viewpoint too, because, I mean, I, I used to work for a toy dealership, and 
I saw 28 salespeople every day doing, you know, phone calls and meeting people Old a lot. Old school marketing. <laughs> yeah. However, I will say this too, is that all the clients that came in there were all technologically savvy and they had their phones out, they had their prices and they knew everything and that's just, I mean, the phone is just a way that everyone communicates now. And the nice thing is I think it's possible to have both. Mm -hmm. I think it's possible to, and I think in that example I gave, that it started out with having a phone call. Mm -hmm. It started out with having yeah. that human interaction and it turned into, let me make sure that this a gets through. process. Yeah. So once that human interaction takes place, then it takes it out of our hands and takes all the busy work and the things that we don't want to do on repeat or that we might forget to sort of automate that. Just so everybody knows, this is how this podcast got scheduled. This guy sent me a link and I had to schedule the <laughs> podcast myself. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah, just a little bit. And we're working on the process. And part, of, part of me cringed inside when he made me do that. <laughs> but you know what, though? It's a it learning experience. It, it works. You know, it really we're work. sitting here right now exactly. doing it. So. <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I love this stuff. I mean, uh, it's cool, too, because I think this podcast, I'm hoping that's what it's going to show, is that even though if you're in sales, if you're in marketing, if you're real estate, if you're in art, if you're an actor, no matter what it is that you're doing, technology revolves around you in some way, shape, or form. And I think we can all learn from each other in some way about how everything sort of connects together. You know, um, That's kind of the goal of this podcast, is that everyone should get something out of this. Um, so switching, <laughs> switching gears just a little bit, um, I just want to finalize out the, the first sort of section just, just with Xavier and then we'll move on to just some open discussion topics. But what 2020, it's a really cool year, you know, numbers repeat, you know, 20 years after the millennium and everything. So what are some of the things that you think you're doing right now or I guess everyone's going to be watching this in 2020 that you're going to implement next year um, that you either can help, like you think would help other business owners or that you're just doing that's gonna help your clients? So one thing that I intend on focusing on, um, again, going to these old school sales principles, um, I naturally did adopt some of the kind of newer school thinking and that I would say a majority of the meetings I've had this year have been conference calls. They've just been over the phone. And in fact, I would even go and say that a majority of the clients that I have, uh, it's probably 50-50 as far as the amount of clients I have in the state of Florida versus the amount of clients I have outside the state of Florida. And of the ones outside the state of Florida, not one of them have I ever shaken their hand. So with that being said, um, there's, there's, I'm practicing both. I'm practicing you know, the fact that we're in an age where we have computers, we have phones, we have all this technology, so let's use it. But then I'm also practicing this, let's sit down, let's shake each other's hand. So one of the things I do plan on changing is I do see value of getting more entrenched in other markets. So this year, I'm originally from St. Pete, Tampa area. So I've gone back and forth from here to St. Pete and Tampa probably you know, 30 times this year. Wow. Um, but I plan on expanding a little bit and I'd like to hit Atlanta. I'd like to hit the Jacksonville area, I'd like to hit the Pensacola area, and I'd like to hit South Florida, because I have clients in all those areas, and I want to be more you know, hands-on with them. So that's one thing that I'm, I'm definitely going to be changing now, that of course doesn't interact to technology or anything like that, but I, I see the value there. Um, 
another thing is is we do have all these you know um, like I was explaining about that whole client experience and that sort of thing you know I've sent that to all of my clients and all of my clients get some sort of version of that but I'm not necessarily a hundred percent of the time like using it for everything that it could be used for mm -hmm. so I've noticed the last three to four months of this year I've really pressed people no you need to register for that you need to get set up on that it's gonna make our entire experience better it really is and I've seen it make it you know people can pay their bills on there they can they don't really need to ask me too many questions which if they want to ask me questions they can but you know, like you just said you know we're ordering our food on our phones now yeah. So they don't really <laughs> want to ask me those questions. They just want to go online and do it themselves. So I think really pressing that people do get registered with that client website, that they really do interact with it, is also going to be another focus for this year. And then the last thing you and I have even talked about it is um, I do a fair amount of LinkedIn marketing. Um, I do find some value with LinkedIn. I found a little bit of value with like the Facebook and Instagrams, but not really. I haven't found a way to interact, like connect that to my industry. Mm -hmm. But uh, I would like to have some, you know, more automated, but, um, you know, really uh, genuine, uh, automatic LinkedIn messaging. Gotcha. Because um, again, you know, my money. We're handling people's money. That's a, money and health. I would dare say are two of the most challenging industries to be in, just because they, you know, control a lot. Yeah. So with that being said, there's a level of respect and understanding that you have to have of that individual. But all the while, I think that there's, you know, if you can find a way to reach more people, then that only furthers my ability to help more people. So if I could use some really good automatic, you know, automation marketing tactics, I'd like to do that. Definitely. That's awesome, and, and honestly, LinkedIn is a is a huge platform right now. We've been following it for a while, and it is one of the most, uh, from what we've heard, it's one of the most organic reaching platforms right yeah. now that you can hit. So, twenty twenty, everyone needs to really get on LinkedIn and do serious yeah, marketing. Yeah, you should. Yeah, yeah. now you should before it becomes Facebook and it's that much harder. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's really cool stuff, man. I think we're gonna be. I mean, you're gonna see. I think Xavier on LinkedIn. You see us on LinkedIn. I'm hoping to see a lot of the businesses that listen to this podcast on LinkedIn next year and uh, obviously connect with both of us. I mean, we're going to put our contact info here, so follow us on both of those platforms. See how we're doing things. Give us advice. We want to learn from you, too. Absolutely. So, uh, open community. Um, so, I guess we're going to change to a discussion point here just to kind of share some some new stuff that's going on in, in the tech industry that relates to every business that I think can be kind of useful for for people so it's just more of an open discussion it's talking about some things and hopefully giving everyone that's listening some ideas some concepts you know let you sort of be part of this experience so it's not just you know we want to tell you about what we're doing but we also want to be able to teach some things and open up some discussions so one of the cool things that we mentioned today was a, a CRM and some some marketing or some automated marketing mm -hmm. and I think a lot of businesses when always when I say have you automated your email the first thought that comes in their head is, yes, to my client, potential clients. They think outside of like anybody who's potentially going to be a lead for them, anyone who's going to you know, go to their website and click a button and then they get an automated email, something like that. And what I want to kind of talk about is something that I don't think is talked about a lot, which is more internal. Uh, 
past, like, yeah, you have your clients that have, that have talked to you, you have your clients that have now signed on board, but how do you sort of automate some of those communications to make things, like you said, more efficient for your client, to give them more control over what they're doing? So one of the cool things that, that we've been looking into is if internally you do things, like you do tasks every day, you work with different people in your organization every day, um, businesses have, you know, maybe not specifically in our industry, but you have managers and managers have employees and employees have other people that they work with and different teams in an organization. So one of the cool things you can look at is saying, for example, uh, let's say you have a, a manager who has a, he's managing a team and he has a project that his whole, whole team is working on. Nowadays, do you really want to send that manager a bunch of emails constantly saying, hey, can you check this? I just typed up this report. Uh, it's ready to go for you to review and then send a, you know, your next level or something like that. Or if, you're, if you have a team of five people and they all kind of sit next to each other, are you really going to send emails back and forth like to communicate with them? Probably not. Probably not. That'd be kind of annoying, right? So you have things like, uh, like Slack that's come out recently for teams that people can communicate through chat um, within a business. But you also have automated processes. So let's say, for example, you have a business that has a manager and he's managing this team and he's like, hey guys, I want you to put all of the projects, all the documents that are ready for me to review in a folder. Once that folder is set, he gets an email notification saying, hey, by the way, this is ready for your review. What if you took out the process of instead of everyone inside emailing each other back and forth, like, hey, I need some help on this, can you look at this document? What if you just said, hey, on Slack, hey, look at this document, and it was already there? What if they can work on it at the same time as you? Those are some of the cool things that I think that businesses that are growing or like should start looking at is how do we find ways to take away the monotonous task of doing constant emailing internally? And so I'm just kind of, I mean, open conversation here. What are some of your thoughts on some of that stuff, I guess? Hmm. And I know it's different because our businesses are a little bit different, but... Yeah, so they're, so, so yeah, I mean, they're... The tasks that we have, I can't relate that necessarily to to my business. I'm trying to think of how it's relevant, but I've worked for other corporations and companies and organizations before, and I've seen other organizations and companies and how they act and interact with each other. And yeah, I mean, you've got like the old school Skype, and you know those those kind of business tools that are implemented, and there is value in the whole I am. Um, kind of platform um, they're also like you know the Google document <laughs> and like the OneDrive sort of documents through Microsoft where you know multiple people can be interacting with that document one time it's constantly saving um, even even like Word Microsoft Word they've got some documents that just automatically save now at the top like you don't even have to press save so every time yep. you're typing something it just automatically saves so there are some things that are there um, but I, I agree with you. I think that there probably is maybe a gap at, you know, I can just think of like my fiance. You know, she works on a, a marketing team. There are four individuals on that marketing team. There are, you know, three people that are kind of at one level and a person that's sort of above them. And so they're constantly working on like proposals and different marketing materials. And, and then she is constantly talking to me about how she, you know, physically walks into the office and goes talks with, you know, her superior or, you know, she shares an office with the other three individuals, but I think you know there there could be some 
you know, better systems in place to maybe automate that process. I think along with automation, obviously comes not only number one, learning, but I think sometimes people perceive automation as being something that can speed things up. And I think there are some moments where automation can maybe add more steps because, you know, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I guess I, I, I can see the value in, in sort of both sides and I can see how some sort of process like that could work, but I can also see how that sort of process could also sometimes create more steps. Yeah. So I guess it really just depends on what that use is. I, I guess I wouldn't have enough value to speak to that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's some cool stuff that we're, that we're looking into that I think, yeah. you know, 2020, 2021, going forward, you're going to start seeing that. And I think bringing that to small and medium-sized businesses is going to be important. I agree. Not just the, the enterprise level. And luckily, there are a lot of tools and, and ways that you can sort of build that out so that it's not cost prohibitive. Yeah. You know, you have tools like, um, like Zapier now, which is a great tool where you can do something like every time somebody sends me a calendar invite, it automatically tracks all my time for the week. Or every t- all my calendar events for an entire week or time so I can measure out every single week how much time I'm spending in meetings. That's awesome. You know, or I think we you, talked about that once. Yep. Yeah. And, and I actually did that with Silvera a little bit and was able to track out exactly where time was spent doing specific things. And I think at the end of, you look at that at the end of a month, and imagine if you did that for an entire team of 20 people. And highly valuable. Highly valuable. And then you look at that and you say, okay, well, if we cut this out and we save 20 hours a month on this, that we can then t- go towards selling more or doing more Something for organization. Else. That's the kind of stuff that I think. Well, you can know can where you can make changes to your team. You know, everybody hates talking about firing, but sometimes, you know, people just aren't a good fit for a team. Yeah. Or, or maybe you need to hire or, or change the role, change the position. So yeah. I could see a lot of value in that. I mean, in, in that sort of thing, I also could see value in what I do just because, you know, there's a lot of minutia that's in the middle uh, of, you know, at, at the end of the day, our goal is to meet people, mm-hmm. educate people, and acquire clients, right? But there's a lot of things that are in the middle of that process that if you had more awareness yeah. of the amount of time wasted you're spending doing stuff that's maybe not relevant to the overall objective, then you probably make changes. So, you know, automating that sort of process would be extremely valuable. Yeah. And I think that's that's kind of what we're looking at doing with some of our clients. I think internally at home, if you guys are listening and want to do that with your business, that's something I would definitely highly recommend doing. The more data is valuable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the more data and more information you have, the more decisions you can make. And the more decisions you can make, especially ones that affect your bottom line, that's the kind of stuff that takes you from, you know, that's, that's the kind of stuff that makes you $30,000 $30, next year. Yeah. Instead of spending fifty. Yeah. And so that's the kind of stuff that we're looking at for, like I said, 2020. Um, just wanted to have an open discussion on that. Obviously, if you're interested, curious, you can check out Zapier. It's one platform. Um, internally at Silvera, we use some different ones, too that use a little bit more detailed stuff, a little bit more on the technological side, but still pretty cool. I think uh, that pretty much wraps it up. That's our that's our first that's our first podcast. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Xavier, thank you. Absolutely. Thank Absolutely. you for coming thank you for having on. Me, brother. Um, like I said, he, he knows what he's doing. He's a very, very well-spoken individual and he takes care of everything. And he's, like I said, in the five months, six months I've known him, He's always been there to be someone who I can trust and who I can rely on. So 
I appreciate you coming on the show, sharing your insight, and uh, yeah, hopefully we'll do it again. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome, man. Thank you so much. Have a great day, guys. Thanks. See you.